1: I stopped at Target on the way here. Yes. Name drop. Um, oh, they're going to call for an endorsement right probably, now. Probably. Probably. You know, give things away for free. We've um, never
2: talked about them all the years. No, no, no. There. You're welcome. <laughs>
1: you're welcome to open up that. Uh, Dialogue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I had to grab a bunch of formula. Because, you know, when you run out of formula, it's terrifying. So we grab. I got a bunch of formula, and uh, it was like. Sleet, rainy is, snow is nonsense on me. Wait, and wait. I did not like it. Hmm. So is, are we having winter? I also saw the <laughs> I also saw the Eden Prairie um uh mountain that the cart was on. The cart's not there. I but I almost took a picture of the Oh, the
2: snow mountain. Is that what you're talking about? In mm-hmm. Eden Prairie that yeah. they put a grocery cart
1: on yes, top of that we oh. salute now. As Eden Prairieites, we salute it every time we walk by. Okay, it.
2: that's really funny. Yeah.
1: So I'm and doing that, the hard work. I you, you really pretty are. much am Ken Barlow at this point. And uh, let me just tell you, the weather is blah. The weather outside is frightful.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. My
2: dear, you're so delightful. I'm sorry. Put me in, coach. <laughs> I'm ready to sing. Send
0: us to Mexico.
2: I I am telling you, we are still pl- giving away a ton of stuff here. Yeah. My talk and on the Lori and Julia show. Later in the show, a pair of tickets to see... Queen and Adam Lambert, the Rhapsody Tour at Excel, on It's a Friday night, I believe, October 27th. And um, we've got two more days for that. It's going to be finish the line. And then also, uh, we have um, three days left of uh, Pick Your Prize on the MyTalk app. And you can still register, and you can register every day if you like. But we've got a new winner today, and then we are going to... Be giving away for tomorrow and for, is tomorrow just Friday? Is tomorrow Friday? Yes. So yes. we have two
0: more days left, actually. Today and tomorrow. Oh, yeah. The 31st. Yeah. So you have five more chances to win, right? With today. They do. And, yeah. I was
2: thinking it was Wednesday again. Look at It was going so slow. and Now it's going so, so fast. fast. At, yeah. So yeah. You so yeah. You're all over
1: the place. Look I don't want to do Wednesday
2: that. again. <laughs> no, I really don't either. And I want you to know <laughs> I wore my horse blinders and my sunglasses into work so I didn't have to look. And freak out about garbage.
1: Oh, good. Good you. so you don't have like a group plan where we like a bait no, we and switch. We are going to.
2: I, it was brought up to HR today. I wonder what the outcome. Is. I haven't heard back on my fabulous idea, but I'm I'm willing to take a cleansing breath. me I saw my mom last night, and she was so sweet. Was wow. your
1: mom so mm-hmm. sweet? Your mom is so cute, she, adorable.
2: She's so sweet. Tell.
1: Try to do a an impression of the way your mom I, says your voice, her, your name. I mean, Julia. it's so cute. <laughs> you called her, but, mommy, but you Julia. call me Gina or
2: Catherine. Or, not? You know, she calls me anybody, my sisters, you know, oh. we're all inter- interchangeable, but oh, of course she does. So anyway, shout out to mommies everywhere. And you're one.
1: I, I guess And, is, and
2: is Go go. Just feeling better from all the eyes. He's and feeling the-
1: better. I'm feeling worse. It's like a fun little teeter totter of life. Um, but the, do you know what sucks? Okay, so when she gets sick, you go, oh, I hate that she's sick. And then you immediately get it. And you go, oh, you were feeling this way and I had no idea. Right. Is it in your ears? Is it in your eyes? Or where did you get it? Um, it's in my heart. <laughs> it's, I carry it with me. Mine's <laughs> just congestion. Okay. I'm just feeling okay. congested. I am doing all the right things. I'm not even feeling um, like even run down. Just congestion okay. well, It's I'm fine. glad we hugged.
2: I'm glad oh, heard. I didn't
1: even touch you. I know you didn't. Know you oh, wait, didn't. I did I open mouth did. kiss you, but that was that's just tradition. It is. We can't stop that. All right, so we
2: are. Um Grant, you watched The Big Door, the new television show. We talked about that. Just premiered last night on Apple Plus with Chris O'Dowd. Yes. Our Irishman who's so
0: darling. Yes. And they actually had three episodes because I love how Apple oh, yeah. gives you, you, they you know, they, they give you three to really kind of keep your attention. I binged all three last night. They're only 30-minute episodes, okay. nice and short and sweet. It's a very much a drama comedy. Very funny. but Your comedy. Yeah, dr- dramedy, <laughs> dramedy, whatever you want to call it. Um, but the coolest, it, it's so... Uh, Chris O'Dowd's character, he's a history teacher and he is very, so this, all of a sudden what happens in this little town in a, in a, looks like a a general store too. It's cool. It's cute and quaint in this general store from the old days, but it's obviously current. Just randomly one night, there's what looks to be like a photo booth in there and people go in there and you do something and then it tells you what your potential is in life. Mm -hmm. And, And so like some people will get, you know, like play the guitar or for instance, you're, know, you're going to be good at baseball and they never thought of it. And then they go try it and and they're great. They're great at it. So it's telling all of a sudden this just spreads around the town. Right. And it creates a little bit of, uh, you know, in, in, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Just kind of chaos? like not, not like a little chaos, but not chaos. Just kind of like you're learning each. And so each episode is kind of one person's story of their card. So it doesn't get boring. You're not like kind of sitting there like, all right, well, how many cards can we deal out? You're dealing with an individual story for each episode. But it's all tied back to Chris O'Dowd's character, and he's kind of like the level-headed person in the town about this. What whole are you thing. guys
2: doing? How yes. can a little machine
1: spit out something and tell you what you should be? And
2: there's, why
0: would you want to change?
1: Yeah, and right. so do some of these people find out like their skill set is something that they don't enjoy doing?
0: Yes, there's that. There's some things that you find out, like for instance, one of the cards that you see in an episode, which doesn't matter because you don't, you haven't learned yet. You just see liar, right? <gasps> You know, one of them there's. Oh, we you know. know who
2: we'd give that card. Oh. <laughs> so you know there's
0: there's there's good cards and there's there's people who get good things and there's people who get bad things and there are also people who get what they currently are. So it's it's not going to be like shrinking where you know you and I truly love that show, but it's it's got that it's got a good wholesome feel to it, a good story. All right, and there, it's got that. Apple has this feel with Ted Lasso with shrinking and now this 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 show. It's 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 got this. They're really developing this type of way they put out content. Well, and it's, it's right in the line of that. Well, it's
2: say that because the Ted Lasso and shrinking creator, Bill Lawrence, uh, says everything is just going my way. And he's a veteran showrunner behind these Apple hits. Mm-hmm. And not to mention he was the showrunner in Sin City, which if you guys never watched, Loved. was so great. Great show. Heather Locklear and Michael J. Fox and then Charlie Sheen later scrubs Cougar Town, which was
1: hysterical.
0: Yes, yes. And,
1: and that's, shrinking reminds me mostly of Cougar Town, because also the
0: neighbor is the same neighbor same lady. woman. You're right. yeah. Liz, yeah. Liz, You're... Liz is in Cougar Town. You're yeah, right. It's
1: a lot of the same, like, dynamics where you go, nobody is that close, neighborhood-wise. <laughs> except me and the Goldens. Us, me and my neighbors. We're of really, yeah, we're really close. But it's 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 like, i want to live in those communities i see they create these communities you go i want to work at ted lasso's oh, you know sure. soccer whatever yes. i want you know i mean it's like so you want that so bad yep. and you are what you create so
2: that's why your neighborhood's so great
1: yeah we do you have know, a fun cul-de-sac you
2: know you do yeah. and that's because of you i'm sure you're out there with your dogs
1: and i use GoGo as like a
2: she's the best she's bait
1: uh, Your dogs the were original base. I know. And now
2: you've moved on. Yep. But yeah, he is, uh, there's a big article, I haven't had a chance to read it yet in the Hollywood Reporter, but... Um, He's killing it. He is big time killing it. And the other one that my mom just finished, Dear Edward on Apple Plus. Oh, yeah. She said was just wonderful. Did you guys watch Loot on Apple Plus? With... Um, Maya Rudolph. I watched a little bit of it. I want to go back because season two looks hysterical.
1: There are, again, some character actors in there that are just so dang talented. I mean, I was definitely like actually laughing. Um, I love that. I think, honestly, too, uh, Grant, I think you'd get a kick out of Loot as well. There is this, her cousin who works at this nonprofit. He is hilarious. Oh, how
2: funny. I think you'd get a kick out of it. I might have to go back to that. And then... The only other one I was thinking of is... um, Well, The Morning Show, too. Oh, yeah. That's coming back. It's all coming back. It's all coming back, coming back to me now. Is this a Queen song? It's all coming back? No, no. Oh. Celine Dion. Oh. Speaking of which, it's her birthday today. I just... Everyone's praying for you and your... sounds so awful, but the frozen body syndrome that she has... um, name of it okay um something to that extent like stiff body or something yeah and just hoping the best for you um so i just had to we had to wish her a little moment
1: happy birthday i just think she'd appreciate that oh that was so so beautiful all right when we come back
0: one one quick thing (laughs) i want to just because we had a caller yes call in i hope to correct us uh yeah liz is actually a producer of shrinking and of uh, another, oh, and she was a producer on Cougartown, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and I think that there's some connection that, now that this wasn't discussed between us, but there's a connection with her husband. I think her husband does something in filmmaking. But in addition to that, the show that I was talking about, because we had another call, it's the Big Door Prize. Oh, it's the Big Door. I just
2: put down the Big Door. Yeah,
0: the Big Door Prize, just to clarify, because we always want to make sure we're getting the names right. Also,
1: there's Uh, four things on Apple, so you can just figure it out by clicking around And Remember, if you download the app and
2: you push on My Talk, the logo, really hard, we'll skip to the next topic.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're welcome. I thought you were saying download Apple TV app. I lost you there for a second.
2: <laughs> no, download the MyTalk app. Yep. We talked about this yesterday. Yep. If you push really hard on the logo, it'll skip to the next hour. Yeah, it'll
1: give if, us a little shock, and we, we
2: have to it, talk on the next and we topic. we promise we'll change the topic. Someone <laughs> called in that yesterday because we talked about that, and then we were making people wait so long to give away the Queen tickets. Yes. I just want to push it right now.
1: That <laughs> was perfect. That was so funny. All
2: right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Okay, people, get to the airport early and enjoy yourself before you go. And it is spring break time, so if you have an early flight or whatever time, give yourself two hours at least um, um, because you don't want to be stressed out. When you get inside the airport and you get through TSA, it's just so exciting. There's so many shops. Um, the print shop is continues to be one of the top-selling shops there, but they also have this great outdoor shop. They have a Minnesota shop where you can get stuff from all kind of Minnesota-y brands, and it's kind of fun to take home with you. Also, the great restaurants that they have, and you can get great-to-go food. And if you um, want to reserve your parking before you go, you should. With the app, you just go to mspairport.com. You can reserve your parking up to 12 hours. Before you leave, you get a QR code simple it takes you into the airport out of the parking lot quicker everything's safe it's easy to go and you're gonna love it thanks for hanging out with us it's it's march 30th we have one more day of this month and just think we're going on to the glorious april hey grant (laughs) looked it up um because you kept talking about who grant
0: uh well we kept talking about uh bill lawrence at first and then it was liz um from her name is Christina uh, Christina Miller?
2: Yes, and she's Christine the next-door Ma- neighbor Christi- and shrinking, and, shrinking and, and she
0: was in Scrub. She was the husband of the curly-haired doctor. She, she was in, in Cougar, Cougar Town. Town. But those are all the shows that Bill Lawrence was related to, and that's her husband. The
2: show winner. Yeah, so that's, that's why that all worked out. Yes, yes. She's funny. Yes. Oh, she's, very, she's very, very, very funny. funny. Another person that we haven't heard from enough lately oh, yes. is Owen Wilson, oh, the oh, Butterscotch yeah. Stallion, who, by <laughs> the way... You might think he was born with a nose like that. Uh uh-uh. uh. It's been
1: broken twice. It looks. Ex- my stepdad has a nose like that, and he's broke his nose three different times. So
0: like.
2: Yeah, it's starting to look like a body p- part. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which body part? I'm though? I'm not saying anything. An ear. Oh an, yeah, an ear, from the side. Mm-hmm. An ear from the side, exactly. <laughs> it's it's just so interesting. It's got its own personality, and he's so zip code. He's so great. His own zip code. So yeah. last he's night great. Yeah, he is. Um, He's going to be in the new painting thing, kind of after Bob Ross. Bob the movie. Ross one, yeah.
1: Um, but he was terrible in that J Lo movie. I know. I watched it. I know. I just wanted to say that. <laughs>
2: I, I just wanted some
1: Owen Wilson slander. He
2: was so darling in um, Wedding Planner or Wedding, wedding crasher stealer.
0: Wedding Crashers. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Wedding (laughs) Steelers. I remember that movie. Yeah, I like that. You You go around and steal weddings? Yeah, he's been in 13 movies with Ben Stiller.
0: Oh, there Mm -hmm. you go. Zoolander, he was, yeah, he was a...
1: Hansel, he's so hot right
0: now. He's so hot right now. Hot Redsy. Oh, there
2: you go. All right, so here's the deal. So last night um, on James Corden, and James Corden is getting close to wrapping up his talk show run in the U.S., and he had Jeff Goldblum from The Fly, Jurassic Park... I saw him in the movie, in a play on Broadway and he came out after the play and couldn't have been more delightful. Mm. But we're on an epic trip trip with my mom and my sisters where my sister and I had the epic fight of fights in the line to go see the Statue of Liberty sharp language for kids around us oh. it was really bad. And um <laughs> He is just so charming. So they're just kind of talking about music. And Jeff Goldblum is a is a pianist, very very well known pianist in his world. And his new album is called "Plays Well with Others." So these guys are sitting on the couch, and James Corden goes ahead and asks them, um, you know, well, have you, Jeff, had any rock star moments?
0: Pretty sure that's JLo lo And P.S., the person behind all of this is Chris Jenner. L.L.C. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. What's your biggest rock star
1: I'm moment? Sorry, what's you your biggest rock the star moment?
3: Well, well, I'll tell you quickly, the, um... I was, I happened to be, I had hosted Saturday Night Live, and uh, Aerosmith was was the guest. I'd kind of gotten a little palsy during the week with him. We'd gone out to dinner. And then shortly after, they were going to play a big concert outdoors... They invited me. I was on the side of the stage, kind of. And uh, and Stephen Tyler said, "Hey Jeff, you're going to play with us." He invited me there, Stop. the piano player. To, so I played for sixty thousand people. Some with them, they were doing one of those songs. It was great. And then I met Ringo Starr at one point, and we had a tete a tete. And that was real. And then Keith uh, Richards yes. at the fortieth anniversary, of the SNL thing. We had a moment where we were saying, yeah. "So you know," <laughs> I'm always like very starstruck with those
2: types. He's very struck with rock star types, as most people are. Mm. So Owen, Willey, uh, Owen Wilson then, you know, he says, well, what about you, Owen? Yeah. What about, what about you, you, Owen? Have you ever stepped on stage <laughs> with any iconic
3: stars? I know you got a lot of friends in the yeah, industry. N- not so much, but uh, I did have a thing where, you mentioned Keith Richards, where I went to see the Rolling Stones in Argentina. Oh, wow. And I was kind of friendly with some of the band, and then my friend was really good friends with Mick Jagger, and we got these special um, laminates, kind of all access that were good for the rest of your life that we got presented Stone. with. And so No. Yeah, wow. yeah, and so the first concert I had ever seen as a kid was the Stones, so... Uh, Love that. Tattoo You uh, tour, like 1980, so now getting this and uh, was just kind of you know, so exciting. And then that night at the concert, I'm kind of wandering around and I'm testing it out. Like, well, I'm gonna walk over here and see if anybody stops me. And no one would stop me any place. And I ended up right at this place where I could look over and see Mick Jagger on the stage right there and I'm kind of watching. And then all of a sudden he bolts (gasps) during Jumping Jack Flash and comes running down. And it turns out where I was was kind of part of the stage, like a little bit. So I just sort of froze and, you know, tried to be inconspicuous and he kind of came down and then left and then someone came running, or get out of here, move, you're not supposed to be here. And I was, you know, I I didn't know, I'm so sorry. And, you know, that I go to bed that night still thinking about going, gosh, that was kind of a, you know, a kind of gnarly experience. And then I get a call the next morning asking uh, from Mick's security team, do you have that laminate? Yes, I still have it. Okay, we're gonna come over and pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh. oh my so I gotta, God. Well, Apparently I was also dressed in like a white t-shirt and white pants and if you are at this part of the stage where you're not supposed to be, you should be in like dark colors where you blend yeah. in. So I get it, you know, he has a show to do. He doesn't need some, you know. Bozo kind of just cruising around, distracting But they revoked your whole, your whole They revoked the
2: lifetime pass. Yeah, the lifetime pass. I only had it for... Yeah. He didn't even have it for a (laughs) night. Wouldn't you die? I would die. First die getting it and then die. He's like, I'm just going to wander on over. I'm just going to check things out. (laughs) When he talks about
1: freezing on stage, that's so
0: relatable. Because what
1: would you do? I would just act like... If, if Mick Jagger is bouncing around and coming at you I'd be like, huh? I would freeze
2: not
0: gonna lie that is how I felt when Lori grabbed what's his name from the beat from uh the oh, the, the Brian boys. Wilson Brian Wilson because that manager grabbed my arm so fast and so hard looked at me and said there is one thing I told you don't let her touch him I had that shock of dead fear when I was in the side <laughs> Like, stage? She was about to come out there and pull Lori off, oh, but then he grabbed her and pulled he her back in. which so. was so sweet. Yes, yes. Yeah, don't touch the rock stars. First thing she
1: does. Yeah, oh, but I Lori, know. that he meant, like, nobody could touch her, because that's her Don't mind touch this. Yeah. Don't touch this. I will choose, because when she hears rock star, that's the way Lori is. Excuse me, you weren't talking about
2: me? I <laughs> <laughs> All right, um... We have, like, a really good spy thriller uh, coming up that uh, was written by a woman in the CIA. It is so good. Mm-hmm. The syndicate spy, we're going to be chatting with her after we find out what's happening in the traffic world. Lori and Julia here to talk divorce once again with Ann Tressler from Tressler Law. The topic of timing comes up. Is there a right time to get divorced? It's so sad, anyway. But does this concern other couples?
1: People do ask me that question. Some people think I'll wait till the kids are out of school and get their finals, and it'll be summer. Or I get the opposite. They say, "Well, I want to get them back in school, and they're in the routine." And so the timing tends to revolve around kids more often than not. And the reality is that for most people, it's simply a personal decision. The only time I say you need to move sooner rather than later is when you're concerned about physical safety of anyone in the family, or you're concerned the other side may be depleting money.
2: If timing is something that people are worried about, will you be able to address that in the free one-hour consultation?
1: Absolutely. As a matter of fact, during the consultation, when you're getting more facts about each specific case, that's when you can decide whether or not the timing really is a priority in that particular matter. For
2: your free one-hour divorce consultation, call Tressler Family Law. Find them online at trustlerlaw.com or use my talk keyword divorce. Thanks for hanging out with us, everybody. It's Lori and Julia's show. We want to thank the Book Club Restaurant. They're our sponsor for the Loj Book Club. And when you go to the Book Club restaurant, you can get a free appetizer or dessert with the mention of My Talk or Loj Book Club or Books by Loj or whatever it's gonna be. But we are delighted right now to have with us Sit uh Brittany Butler, the Syndicate Spy is her novel, which is phenomenal. Hello, Brittany. Hi, how are you? So good. Love your book. We both read it. Oh, it's good. it's
1: Brittany. It's so good. And I'm actually really happy because I'm Brittany as well. And we spell it this name the same way. I'm just glad I'm you're awesome. out here repping us and killing it in the game. Because this book was so good. And I had a blast reading it. Um, I'm ex-military. And I was worried that it was kind of a niche thing. But I made my husband yeah. read the first chapter, and he followed it just perfectly as well. And so did Julia. I'm not in the military, yeah. and I loved it. I love, love, loved it. There's this. just so many relationship things in this besides. But yeah. Um, so give us the setup.
4: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, I was really excited to, to write this book because it was really difficult to break into, like, a very male-dominated mm-hmm. spy thriller genre. Um, there's just not a lot of us females in it. But I felt like I had a really, you know, good background to write this book. I'm former CIA, and I was spent nine years as a targeting officer in the counterterrorism department of CIA. And so I really wanted to, like, change the narrative about female spies, that we weren't these, like, sexual dominatrixes that just use our bodies to get information, that we do the actual work of, you know, intelligence officers and we use tradecraft and we use our intellect to do the work of espionage. So, I was just so excited to tell this story and um, I so I wanted to do that and I wanted to showcase like a really powerful Arab woman in this book. I spent a good deal amount a good deal amount of time of in the Middle East and um, you know, working with Arab women and I was just really impressed by their resilience and that they have spent decades of, you know, you know, during civil war and discrimination and they just refused to be victimized. And I thought, gosh, I'd love to showcase both what it's really like to be a female spy and a powerful Arab woman. And so I created this this story where Juliet is the American spy in the story, and she's fighting this energy war. And it's set up against the backdrop of the oil, the earth's oil reserves have been depleted. And so everyone's trying to figure out what the next new alternative energy is. And so there are this, this kind of, yeah, this war going on. And so Juliet is part of something called the syndicate. And the syndicate is a conglomerate of allied intelligence agencies that's fighting against the energy terrorists. And she's partnering with Mariam Al sad who happens to be the estranged daughter of the king of Saudi Arabia. And together, they're they're hunting down and they're eradicating these energy terrorists. And um, it's also got a really fun love story in it um, between Juliet and this very cocksure. Um, FBI agent named Graham. And I've had um, Kirkus review the book and say that the love triangle there is like more romantic and intimate than any erotica novel that they have reviewed <laughs> recently.
2: I, I <laughs> have to admit, Brittany, it, it is, uh, Graham is hot. Um, so, you know, the book for those of us, because Brittany was just saying she was in the Army for eight years and she was in the Middle East. Um, and so, and you were in with the CIA, yeah, CIA yeah. where only like 15% of the CIA are women. Um, yeah. Did you, how did you, you were a targeting officer and what does what a targeting officer even do?
4: Yeah, no so I was a targeting officer in the Directorate of Operations. So. What that is is I was targeting for recruitment operations, so pinpointing the individuals that we wanted to recruit overseas to become our spies. And then I was also doing targeting work within um, the war zone, so supporting counterterrorism operations in Afghanistan and Iraq, and that meant that I was targeting high-value targets um, for killer capture operations or um, in support of our drone program.
2: Oh, my gosh. I have to say the book is a page turner.
1: I mean, it's a page. And we read so many books, Brittany. Um, It's a page turner. I have a question, Brittany. Okay, so I was a medic in the military. By no means was I high up, had any information. I thought it was really intriguing, the point of view of, and this is right at the beginning, there's information that the main character has that she wants to tell her fiancé. Um, mm-hmm. but, you know, it help him because he's in a a place that he would be affected by this, but she mm-hmm. can't. And did that happen to you? And I mean, don't you just like, I, I mean, it, like I literally was in my mind because I'm a, I'm a terrible person. I was like, I would break that rule <laughs> so quick. I would. I
2: just would. I'm a terrible person. Honey.
4: Yeah. No, I mean, I don't think that makes you a terrible person. I think that makes you a human. Yeah. And, you know, when you have someone that you love that is, potentially going to, you know, die in some kind of horrible situation. Like, you want to warn them. And so my husband actually, he works for a Middle Eastern company. And so he was always in the Middle East. And I, you know, I I never warned him of anything. But I thought about that question. Like, what if I had prior knowledge of something was going to happen in a city he was in? It would be really hard not to tell him, like, get out of there. Oh, so yeah. that's just something I explored in the book. It
1: was so interesting. And again, like, I don't think it's shocking that I would make a bad spy. Oh,
4: just
2: stop, pretty! She, <laughs> so she would loud. call me and tell me. I would call and tell everybody. <laughs> Stay off By this the road. Way, something's going to happen. No. Okay, so the book is a syndicate spy, and it's a, it's a female. Um, you know, it's about women spies primarily, and I love that. Mm-hmm. And I love how yeah. they were in on all the action. This is an action-packed book. I had to look up a few words, like the name of the knife, um, you know, the sword, and the name of yeah. um, the group of people in the Middle East that were going around, you know, the man, you know. The who were, yes. I didn't know some yeah. of the words, but I, I loved being in this. And I felt like it's a reasonable, it doesn't feel unreal that all the oil in the world would dry up. And yeah. you know, and then what do we do next and how do we get along? I, I think it was just brilliant. Did it take you, Brittany, a while to write this?
4: It did, yeah. So this is my first novel and I, it took a little while to just kind of drum up what kind of world I wanted to create. Like yeah. I knew I didn't want to go back and, I don't know, I didn't want to debate like past wars or get into anything like that. I wanted to create something new and different. And so I knew like I had to create a premise. You know, why are we at war and what does that look like? And I wanted to make it believable enough that people could really absorb the content um, better. And so that's how I kind of came up with this, like, energy conflict and, you know, things are often about oil. So it wasn't that far-fetched. So, yeah. So, no, I I, I also wanted to create a book that I wanted to read. Like, I wrote the book that I would want to pick up and read and get lost in. And I think you know writing in fiction, writing a fictional novel is so fun because you can create you know create a world that's that doesn't exist and you know get lost in it and that's part of the joy of of reading fiction.
2: And then also with the romance, you don't get that in you know some of the male written spy thrillers. Yeah, not like this. Not like this. So this was really no. this was lovely, and you it just. I not lovely. I couldn't put it down. So you were, you have a great great book on your hands. I hope this is like a movie or something because it would be so great to see mm-hmm. these strong female characters. Yeah, um, out there. It's just you. Congratulations to you. It was super fun to read.
4: Oh, good. I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. No, I really, I really, I think I getting into it. I, I had a message I wanted to tell, mm-hmm. and I wanted to recreate females in this genre because I just feel like there haven't been many spy thrillers with females in them that have depth, you know, and substance. And I really wanted to create somebody that was well-rounded and believable and, you know, get into her psyche of like what it's really like, you know, going to these foreign lands and recruiting these sources and being part of these operations. Like what, you know, what would, you know, what does a real person go through? And, And espionage work, and um, so yeah, I I feel so lucky that everybody it's it's kind of it's translating. I wasn't sure. You never know, author, you know, like are people going to get this story? But I've been really happy with the reception so far. Oh,
2: as you should be. And I was reading that you have three boys and a dog, and live by the ocean. Would you let your boys get into the CIA? You know, I've
4: been asked this question a lot, oh, and shoot. I haven't I'm really not given it much thought um, until now. And I, I I think a lot of things would have to change okay. for me to be okay with them going into the CIA, only because I didn't find, and I, again, I hope this changes one day, that there was a really good work-life balance. Mm. Um, it was very hard on my family and a lot of my friends' families. Um, you know, Not only is the work really dangerous, but you're working awful hours. You're going to, you know, really crappy places usually. Yep. Um, it's not like the glamour and stuff that you see in the movies of being like in a street on, in Paris and following somebody in a trench coat. You know, Cute. <laughs> you're in the middle of like Baghdad and, you know, it's hot. You haven't yeah. showered for days. And, right. you know, it's not it's not that it's not glamorous. So. I don't know if I would wish that on my sons. I want them to have like, you know, good marriages yep. and good families yep. and, you know, le- lead really full lives.
2: Well, I'm telling you, you um, you've hit it out of the ballpark. I just we loved this book, The Syndicate mm-hmm. Spy. And um, mm-hmm. want to thank you for being on our show. And you've got the best publicist with Kim. And um, yeah. want to know what was the last great book, Brittany, that you read?
4: Um, so I am almost done with a book. Um, the name is Code Name Helen. It's by Ariel LaHone. She wrote, I was Anastasia. Okay. Um, and it is a world war two female forward spy thriller. And I, I just think it's really well done. I, I can't believe this woman wasn't in the CIA. Like she, she writes like she was in it. So
2: awesome. I'm enjoying it. Awesome. Well, best of luck to you. And we'll look forward to reading Thank more you. about Juliet. Um, in your next book and hope people go out and buy the syndicate spy it's a page turner it's different than things we've read recently and i just enjoyed it thoroughly we both did and um thanks again Brittany. good thank you so much for having me absolutely okay in the meantime folks if you haven't got a book lately and we mean this um, yes yes Call us. You've yeah. got two of these. I loved it, and you did too. I did too. Was I supposed to bring mine? My- no, we have two. Okay. <laughs> no, everyone gives us four. One for Lori, and for me, and two to give away. That's the way we roll. Oh, yep. Okay, good so to know. So Lori didn't get hers. You got it, but yeah. it was
1: it was real. It was honestly because you have given me a lot of <laughs> books. I will not. I will not use. This is your favorite. This was my favorite because yeah. it wasn't just based on two people doing it. Yeah. It wasn't that. Wasn't the whole
2: no. concept? <laughs> oh, listen to you! What do you think? I just read trash. That was a week. Week. Our number six five one six four one one zero seven one. Um, you get the numbers. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, I don't know. Maybe I have a little report from out west. All right, everybody, it's Julia here for Learning Rx, um, where we just think, oh, please, if you or your loved one are struggling with memory, processing speed, reading um that was why i went to work learning x i just needed to read faster i just this book this job required so much reading i'm like please help me speed up my reading and it worked and it does um they will help you you can give them a buzz at 952-949-6900 set up an assessment they've got seven locations in the twin cities and really when you mention us for the assessment it is 50 percent off the assessment is, and then you just go from there, but you are armed with information about the inside of a brain and how it's working. And yesterday we shared such a great testimonial of a 20 year old that was just kind of feeling like they weren't pointed in any one direction and needed a jump start on doing things faster, thinking quicker on their feet, and the success that this. Um, young kid had was just delightful. That's learning. Around. I want to give a shout out to our two winners, whose names I wrote down. Grandpa, what did I do with them?
0: Lori and Pam. That's right. With right an eye, Lori with an eye, just like our Lori.
1: Pamcakes. I
2: That's know. Well, congrats, ladies. So we'll get those in the mail. This is this was a good book. And then Grant, um, Brittany just sent you the name of the book that Brittany was reading, and it was codename Helene. Thank you. Appreciate yeah.
0: it.
1: No problem. H e
2: l e and she gave me
0: the even the 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 ease with the accents on there. Look at you. I'm
1: a professional. She People is, forget that
2: about true, me. True,
0: true professional. Look at me. He is a look professional. Me, professional.
2: Yeah, you okay. know it. That's when we. That's what we think. The book was the Syndicate Spy. Okay, so I once in a while some of my paper newspaper prescriptions. Take me to the West Coast. Subscriptions or prescriptions? Both. both. <laughs> okay. I was. I, was I like, needed more prescriptions. Yeah. What today, are you on? But it know. was a subscription. Mm-hmm. Um, the new. Uh, it's the Las Vegas Journal Review, mm. and I love going there because I like to see who's performing. Kelly Clarkson is going to be doing some stuff there coming
1: up. I saw. Do you love Vegas? I do.
2: I. Too expensive right now
1: though. I weirdly love right Vegas. That. I love I Vegas. I love fine in. You got to do like 3 days tops yep. and then get out of there, but I love Vegas. Love.
2: Why what yeah. a- I'm supposed to go next month, but it is so expensive. I'm I refuse. The flights are the The flights. Oh. I, refuse. I refuse. I just refuse right now. How are
0: hotels? Are they bad too? Yeah.
2: Just all of it. So I'm just going to take a pause. Yeah. Drive around the state of Minnesota, pretend the sun is shining. Heck yeah. Gamble at our casinos. Okay. But they always have expos. All the big shows are Mm -hmm. there and stuff. And so they are just coming off of um, the bar and restaurant expo. Okay. So the hot new trend, just the first one caught me because I just have so many images of being at restaurants waiting with my kids. Yeah. And they always play the claw game. Okay. Oh yeah. You know do you know how many quarters we've put in the claw game where they would get the, the get claw. the the stuff thing. It would yeah. be it would be transferring it over into the thing that's going to dump it right out the door. And some reason it just slips out of your hand, yep. out of the claw. The claw. Out of the claw. <laughs> so, the latest in claw game activity. Ooh, tell us. Is the cocktail claw. <laughs> the cocktail claw. <laughs> so, it's miniature bottles of booze. Mm-hmm. This is where my little booziness comes in. And players. That are probably really buzzed when they're trying to get these little tiny bottles of booze out. Yep. And so it's a genius game. It's called All the Cocktail club, right. And it, it retails for ten to fifteen thousand dollars. Oh and you can the, the machine, the yeah. machine does. Oh, okay. You yeah, can yeah, purchase yeah. it for your bar or our work or work <laughs> or your basement. Do you know how funny that would be to have in an office? It'd be hilarious. And to just have change one out where. what is in the claw game. <gasps> Theme the claw game. I love that. the popcorn
0: gonna, claw. Oh, oh um, a cave. The whether booze, it's your man cave or your woman cave. Oh, you okay.
2: know, just change out the insides.
1: Woman cave does hits a little differently. Oh God, (laughs) Jesus!
2: (laughs)
0: I'm done. I'm moving right past that. But
1: anyway, (laughs) you could. You
2: also people are doing these at weddings. People are doing these at fun fun events. You know, so it's you're just sitting there. And I I think the bottle would be slippy, slippery as crap. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, when you get a stuffed animal or something, you could find a way to hook between their legs and the do something. Yeah. So is it just the alcohol or do they it have mixers just, in there, too? Well, I think it's just, it looked like mini bottles. Well, they, it's also, co-
0: they also have like cocktail cans now, too.
2: Sure, but I don't know that these were in there. When uh, I looked at the picture as I was like um, the little ones? reading, you know. They look like the little know. bottles unless you see something new. I just thought that sounded kind of like a funny Heck yeah. A funny Super thing.
1: Super fun. I would love to
0: watch drunk people do this. That's what I'm
2: saying. It would be hysterical. So my faith, I almost have it. I,
0: <laughs> I almost got
2: it. <laughs> Give them more quarters. Was it
0: fifteen hundred or fifteen thousand?
2: Uh, fifteen
0: thousand. Oh I was gonna say fifteen hundred. Let's pull that together. No, that
2: would have been fun. <laughs> that would actually bids for kids hey. just put it the little towards <laughs> wait, that. Great. <wait. laughs> The the cocktail clock. All right. What's your funny story?
1: Oh, no. I was going to say my favorite thing about Vegas, and this is so lame, but we'd have to go there for work all the time. Every year we'd have a big show there. And I used to love to wake up. Well, it would usually be after the show because we'd do a morning show there and it was an hour difference. So I would go for a run on the Strip and watch the The people the you get all sorts of people going to work early people who've been out all night somebody who's like frantically looking for someone to charge their phone Uh like oh i (laughs) love it it's Mm -hmm. my that's my favorite tradition the wee
2: hours the wee hours it's just
1: like it's just beautiful and it's warm and like oh and you run in and out of buildings because you know like that's how the strip works you go in and out of things and you go up these escalators it's my favorite run ever. I yep. believe you. It's so good. I believe
2: you because it is so funny. Oh, it's so, it's so funny. funny. And we talked about this last week where the Mirage was mm-hmm. and um, they're going to put in a hard rock mm-hmm. big guitar. with just the guitar and the guitar standing straight up is going to be the hotel with the rooms. and everything. Oh, wow. And they have one of these uh, outside of um, West Palm, I believe, okay. um, in Florida that went up in like 2017 or something. Uh-huh. And so it, it's going there, I'm just always amazed at all the interesting fun things there.
1: I know. I They're love just, it.
2: So cocktail I just thought that one hit me. Another hot trend at this food and bar expo with uh-huh. robotics because um, bars and people are having a hard time finding people to work Yep, all the time. So they've... Um, robots, but these robots... Like, have one of them danced to gangnam style. One of them had a kitty face. Cute. Other of them, um,
1: you know, it just was kind of cute. So, so at, in Eden Prairie, they built the Asian Mall or the Asia Mall. Yes. And they. The old
0: Gander Mountain, right? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And they, uh, we've been there quite a few times. My neighbors just went to, well, the Goldens, because that's only who people I am obsessed with. The Goldens <laughs> went to, um, the uh, one of the restaurants there, and they have robot waiters. Oh, do they? Is it wild? Josie told me she's twelve years old, so okay. she's like the beat on the street. She told me that sometimes it'll get stuck, and what it'll do is sing a little song to itself until it's unstuck. And I loved that. Oh,
2: I feel like that should be our thing as a person. You
1: know? I'm just <laughs> wait in line for the bathroom. Watch
2: them getting <laughs> them that, that that oh that is oh. so cute. That would be kind of fun to take little kids to. Oh yeah,
1: they. She said it was so fun. So.
2: Oh my um, word! And the picture I sent you, I was at the Maplewood Mall. Um, oh yeah! Randomly, like a couple weekends ago, and people ride around on the little unicorn, yes. motor
1: scooters. And that's in the Mall of America too. They have oh, a I whole, did. they have a whole corner dedicated to it where you ride this like electronic, like horse or unicorn or giraffe or elephant. That must be newer. And it's wild. I, I don't. We should have somebody call in that's done it with their kiddos right. because um, they have like a line all of a sudden, like halfway down. The side of the Mob of America that says like Animal Crossing ends here. So I don't know if like they just stop the like the motor quits working and right. you can't go all the way to sure. Nordys. There you go. But um, yeah. And I also am like shocked. Like, how are more people not getting hit? I know. I it want to know like everything fun. about it. It looked
2: like fun though, it? Should I just buy her one for the call? Would cul-de-sac? you yes. I feel
1: like Alexis rode
2: around on one. And by the way, Alexis, this morning. Had to Jason Astrid, late name three pieces of furniture in your house. Yeah, he names a Davenport, a pie closet, and like a a weaving loom or something. Is she? And that's what Jason goes. What are you, a grandmother? <laughs> what what year is she living in, a in
0: Davenport? A I mean, Davenport. I just, <laughs> She's crafty.
4: I loved how she said that. All right, we'll be back.